From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. The Douglas 4th of July committee came onto Capitol Chat to talk about what Douglas has planned for the 4th of July. First, they spoke on the history of 4th of July in Douglas and why celebrations start on the 3rd. They have the 4th of July uh, celebration starting on the 3rd is because back in the day when the mines were running, the miners got two days off a year, Christmas and the 4th of July. So we like to start early and the fireworks were set to set off at midnight on the 3rd so the miners could celebrate and be ready to go back to work on the 5th. As you know, some places they start on the 4th and it's really hard to get up on the 5th, but we're ready to go. Here's how everything will get started on the 4th. So the parade in Juneau starts at 11 and we would like to encourage all the floats that everybody's worked really hard on to just come continue on the cross the bridge and over to Douglas to join us in our parade. No registration required, come one, come all. Just join us for the fun events. For those of you who've watched the parade in Juno and you don't really want to find a place to park or fight traffic, First Student is providing shuttles between the Federal Building and Sayat Gastineau School back and forth all day long from 11 to 5 every half hour which is huge. Don't let that be a stopping point. Uh, the whole event starts at 2 o'clock, and the Douglas Community Methodist Church will ring the bell at 2 to get everything started. You can listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. The Greater Juno Chamber of Commerce joined Action Line yesterday. Eric Forrest is a past chamber president, current board member, and the chamber's event chair. He talks about an upcoming fundraiser for the chamber. July 29th, it's our ninth annual Best Ball Scramble, and our registration is going to go live on July 5th, right after the 4th of July parade. You can start signing up your team, so get your teams ready. Put teams of four together. If you don't have a team, that's okay. You can register as a single, and we'll make teams out of individuals if we need to. It's a golf tournament for people that like to have fun. It's not a golf, it's not a, like a professional golf tournament. So don't be scared off by the by the golf part of it. It's just a lot of fun. To add to the fun, prizes will be given away throughout the tournament. And at the end, it's a nine-hole course, and at the end, we have a whole 10 challenge, which is kind of basically got just a chip and make it in one of the targets out there. It could be a bucket, it could be a cooler, it could be a barrel. You'll win a prize donated by one of our members. And there's lots of members and lots of prizes. And then Alaska Airlines tickets for a hole-in-one. So if you get a hole-in-one, you get a Alaska Airlines tickets, which is pretty cool. And there's $500 cash to the winning uh, men's and women's team, which is being donated by Hecla Greens Creek. So we're super appreciative of them as well. It's going to be a great event. It's a lot of fun. There's food, just lots of great times and hanging out. And hopefully it's beautiful weather. And even if it's not, we go rain or shine. Maggie McMillan, executive director, talks about their biggest chamber fundraiser of the year. If you haven't purchased your ticket, we definitely encourage you to visit junochamber.com and purchase a ticket there. They're $50 each. Or you could come and see a board member like Eric, who's just got a whole new package of tickets because he already sold his first pack. Those tickets can get you entered to win three prizes. The grand prize, of course, is a truck. It's a brand new 2023 Toyota Tacoma TRD off-road. It's so cool. It's Lunar Rock. I really wish I could win it, but I can't. So I hope one of you win it. The second prize is a week-long Caribbean cruise from Royal Caribbean. And then the third prize is two tickets anywhere Alaska Airlines flies. Not bad for 50 bucks. The drawing for the raffle will happen September 9th at noon at the Juno Auto Mall. More details to come soon. The grand prize truck will also be in the Juno 4th of July parade. Coming up next on News of the North... 
The city of Huna has a new approach for deterring bears. On June 24th, the FBI arrested 37-year-old Christian David Birch from Minneapolis, Minnesota for multiple crimes aboard an aircraft on his way to Anchorage. And the U.S. Department of Transportation will send more than $2.2 billion in grants to state, tribal, and local governments. Coming up next with Jordan Lewis. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Dennis H. Gray Jr., city administrator of Huna, talked to the News of the North about deterring bears from Huna. First, he gives background on the issue that they've been facing. So the city has had a continual bear problem for forever, and it just we've been doing the same thing every year and not getting any different results having to put down bears, we think unnecessarily, but people's lives and safety are at risk, and so we've, we're you know, having to do that. So we're trying to change it up and uh, make it better so we don't have to... Um, put down bears and make sure that they're safe and get out of town. And so to do that, you have to change the way even operating. Um, and so the city's got really a, a four-pronged approach we're trying to do this year that's going to be way different than in the past. Here's their new approach. First, we're going to buy every resident bear-resistant trash cans for their homes. And right now, we don't require them to, to be used, and so we're going to go ahead and buy the first round of, of trash cans for homes so they can bears can stop raiding trash cans in, in the evening time and, and uh, causing problems. This is step one. Second step, we're going to buy all new bear-resistant dumpsters for town. So we have dumpsters around town that are plastic lids, and bears can those tip them over. They're easy to get into, so now we're going to uh, do that as well. All those are on order. We should have them by the end of August. And then the other two elements to our change is we're going to bring in, uh, I think it's Wind River, Bear Institute from Fairbanks, and they have a Korean bear dog team. The biologists that come out and do some outreach, help folks understand how to lessen conflict with bears, and then they also deploy their dogs to help us haze uh, bears out of town. In the fall, the biggest attraction for bears is deer hanging. Here's the plan for that. And the fourth element is that we're going to uh, buy electric fences for deer hunters in town. The other problem is we have guys in the fall get deer to hang them and bring in bears. And so if we put up fences around their deer sheds, that'll lessen the attraction as well. So all new way to approach things, but we don't want to have to keep putting bears down if we don't have to. Gray Jr. adds the Wind River Bear Institute will provide education in school on bear safety and general information for the public in October. He explains why they're taking action now. Well, we've always known we've had a problem with bears, and, and we just hadn't taken the time to look at a different approach because we didn't have uh, revenue available to us to address it. And so now we've gotten um, some additional revenue that allows us to make these purchases on behalf of the community to lessen the conflicts. Bears are an important part of our ecosystem. Tourists love to look at them, and we don't want to shoot them unnecessarily. I believe it's the world's densest bear, brown bear population in the world. I think it's almost one bear per square mile, essentially, on Chichikov. On June 24th, the FBI arrested 37-year-old Christian David Birch from Minneapolis, Minnesota for multiple crimes on board an aircraft, including interference with flight crew members and attendants and simple assault within maritime and territorial jurisdiction. On Saturday at approximately 10.20 a.m., the FBI Anchorage Field Office received reports of a disturbance aboard Alaska Airlines Flight 183 with service from Minneapolis to Anchorage. At approximately 11 a.m., Flight 183 landed at the Anchorage airport and Birch was placed in federal custody. According to court documents, during the flight, flight attendants observed Birch acting erratically and stumbling towards the front of the aircraft. Birch is scheduled to make an initial appearance before a federal magistrate judge on June 29th at 10 a.m. in Anchorage. If convicted, he faces up to 20 years in federal prison. And the U.S. Department of Transportation will send more than $2.2 billion in grants to state, tribal, and local governments under a grant program that was expanded under the 2021 Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. The $2.26 billion for 162 projects provides funds for each of the 50 states, two territories, and the District of Columbia. 
It is similar to the allocation of the grant program last year, the first after President Joe Biden signed in the $1.2 trillion infrastructure law that added funding for the program. Alaska is scheduled to receive $27.8 million for four projects, $16.5 million for the final design of the Juneau-Douglas North Crossing project, $10 million to complete planning of and design for the Cake Access Road improvements, $930,000 to make a statewide list of projects connecting communities, and $380,000 for Kalugniak and Aleknik road studies. The projects include improvements and expansions of roads, rail, bridges, pedestrian trails, and maritime infrastructure. Never miss a story or a newscast at knyradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.